Hi friend. Has anyone told you that you are amazing today? You, precisely you, exactly as you are. You may be listening to this dreaming of greener pastures and a life and career where you are thriving. Or you may feel like you're thriving and craving additional growth and tools to sustain your well-being. However today finds you, we honor that and celebrate the strengths that lie within you, those that are uniquely yours and that nobody can take from you. Settle in and imagine possibilities with us. If you need a boost of inspiration, then we're especially glad you're here. Always remember, you are enough here. You are enough. Love your strengths. Hi friends, this is Clifton Strengths Coach Kyle Johan Baker, and this is Love Your Strengths. Today I am here with Megan Bryseth. I'm really glad that you accepted my invitation and I'm happy to have you here today, Megan. Kyle, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. You know, I'd love to take a quick moment for you to introduce yourself. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Megan? So, well, work-wise, I'm a leader, I'm an educator, and then personally, I also am a poet, so I work with the poetic community as a writer, and then I'm also a mother and wife and gardener and person with one dog and three cats. That's so fun. I did not know that you were part of like a poet community. That's so exciting to hear and love getting to learn about these things live and recording even. Yeah. Uh, So as you know, Megan, with these episodes, we love to take a deep dive into one strength each episode. What strength would you like to talk about today? Let's talk about ideation. Yes. I'm really excited to get to talk about this. So as we know, we always like to ground ourselves in the Gallup definition so that we have that foundation point that we can leap off and really explore what this means for the individual. So people exceptionally talented in the ideation theme are fascinated by ideas. They're able to find connections between seemingly disparate phenomena. So this is, again, that textbook definition. This is that ground zero where we have Now, I would love to hear a little bit from you, Megan. What does this strength mean to you and how does it show up in your life and work? Yeah, well, I took I took the strengths assessment at work. I've taken it at various points. So I always thought of it as something I would sort of look at my work through and I do. But just as you were talking, I was thinking about sort of ideation in a lot of ways is what poetry is, where you're finding things that maybe in other instances or contexts don't connect, and you're finding those connections. And to me, that's just really exciting in life and in in the world is to sort of be surprised by how two things that seem so different or far away from each other can resonate, connect, show you something new. So that was what really resonated for me was that like disparate phenomenon are actually connected and and just in a spiritual way, like really always wanting to find that sense that everything is connected and this is all all part of everything is part of everything. 
I'd say work-wise, it definitely serves me well working in learning and leadership because you need to be open to new ideas. You can't help people learn if you're closed off to new ideas and being genuinely excited for new ideas to come up and new ways of doing things to come up just invites people into more of a a creative mode. So I find that really helps with managing a team and then also with like facilitating learning. Those are such, I think they feel really classic moments. They feel really unique, especially to you even when I know. So obviously, hopefully, obviously, Megan and I work together with at Inside Track and we work in this coaching world. And I remember when I saw that you had ideation and I could see this direct connection to this accepting and welcoming new ideas. And as you share that connection, even with the poetry world, I was like, this continues to make more sense as you're taking these, you're gathering all of these ideas, these different bubbles, these areas that there are connections and really helping to thread it together even I'm is kind of a way that I see it a little bit. Yeah. And that just, I don't know, it, it feels like a good way to be in the world, you know, to to find those threads and to, you know, recognize them. And to know that like what because, you know, I also have some strengths that are about like being right. And it's like, but remember, there's a million different other we're right too. And there's a lot of different ways of being right. So I think that strength helps temper some of my some of my other personality traits. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool connection even there is recognizing how our strengths can provide balance for us can allow us to see more options. Like you said, as a manager, as somebody who works in an organization, you are always going to be getting new ideas, helping others feel heard. And while there are like, I mean, you have these different ways that you get pulled. Ideation, it sounds like, provides some of that space so that you can have conversation and really welcome people into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to know how the strength, I mean, we've already started making some of these direct connections, but how does the strength show up? in your work, in your personal life, if you have a story even, that would be really fun to hear. Yeah, I think, well, the theme that kind of came up so far for me was just like, I think ideation is where I find a lot of my trust, like trusting that things will work out, trusting that we can figure this out. And so, you know, I think in my personal life, like I'm raising a child who has anxiety and, you know, can worry about what if this happens? What if that happens? And, you know, I think sort of modeling that sense of like, it could, and if it does, we will figure out answers and, and also being, being okay when other people aren't in that ideation space. Like when someone comes to you with an issue and you're like, here are five ways you could solve this. That's not always the best take. That's not always what that person needs. So, you know, I do have in my little top five, a bunch of adaptability also. So it's like, you know, I know that that's a very safe space for me. Like if I'm thinking of ideas, then I know things will work out. But other people, like they need different things to feel safe and comfortable. So sometimes, you know, 
sort of, I can just keep that to myself. Like, I know that we will work this out. And then that helps me just be comforting and be like, I hear you. Yes, this is scary. You know, I got you. So, yeah, I think that trust, though, really resonates in terms of work, too, though, right? Because work is constant problem solving and, you know, people bringing up opportunities or challenges and being able to be like, great, let's dive into it and just going in with the assumption that it might be hard, but we will get there. We'll reach a solution. Absolutely. It kind of makes people think I'm an optimist, which is good. (laughs) (laughs) It makes people think that you're an optimist. (laughs) I never think of myself as an optimist, but I get that feedback a lot. And I think it's ideation. I think it is like, like I have a very, we will figure this out or between us, someone will come up with a good answer. And if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. So if that feels like optimism to people, I'm very happy to feel optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they, I think even that makes sense because as I was hearing you tell the story, I kept hearing about how ideation is possibility for like what could be possibility for different perspectives and hearing about where we are, where we want to be and what are the different avenues that we can go there? Like if it feels relevant to talk about those avenues and it even... I think there's that other piece that ideation is about knowing when to when to step into this ideation place to step into where problem solving we're figuring out. It's not that we are always firing on all cylinders and it's only ideation. It's about also being able to assess. Is there a place? Is this a time and place where this strength feels relevant? Yeah. Yeah, I think especially as a leader, you do want to be cognizant of that because I think sometimes if you're throwing out ideas, certain people or personality types are like, oh, so that's what we should do then? Okay, we will do that. And you're like, just coming up with ideas, (laughs) just starting the thinking process. So you kind of have to read the room, you know, as with any strength, right? You have to sort of be like, okay, what is the situation calling for? But I think that's, you know, sort of unique with with the responsibility of leadership is being like, what is my role as a leader in this situation to really make sure you're, you're serving people the right way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's even a fun connection of when I remember when I learned about different types of meetings or what conversations are happening, because there's moments for this is a meeting to discuss possibility of what could be, we are ideating today. And then there are also meetings that are decision meetings and figuring out naming together this is what we're doing in this moment can help us to find that success, to find that path that is going to work for as many people as possible. Yeah, absolutely.
so i mean like obviously this is a strength that you have crafted and invested over in that you've invested in over time what are ways that you have helped this really become a strength and become something that you can rely on yeah well i mean definitely like seeing it as a strength is is like the starting point right like recognition i think really helps i the first time i did the the gallup assessment was many many years ago and these top five were all different ones and so i don't even know if ideation was on there i'd be shocked if it wasn't but i don't know if it was on there but I don't know, just even just having that word really helps to sort of be like, no, that thing that feels like you're not doing anything where you're just like showing up and sort of saying some ideas and being reassuring, like that actually is an activity that is beneficial. So I think the recognition on the biggest part, and then I think just how I try to set up my time, whether that's creative time, you know, with other poets I collaborate with or work time where it's like, okay, who are the people who are going to get motivated by a brainstorm? And who are the people who, if there is a brainstorm, they are going to get very overwhelmed and or want to know all of the details for each single idea. Maybe have one-on-one -on -one conversations about ideas with them in a different setting. Like that might not be the best. So like sort of finding and arranging kind of like you were talking about, like the time and place, the type of meeting that you're having. And then just knowing it's there, you can also, I can also sort of be like, okay, well, we can brainstorm this and figure it out, but what do we really need to do now? Mm -hmm. And if it is something that's more strategic, I can shift into that zone pretty easily because that's another one of my strengths. But if it's something that's more tactical or like arranging, arranging is like not my forte, but people are very good at it and love it. So I can sort of be like, let me know what you need. Do you need some strategy or do you need some new ideas? Here you go. I have those. Those are the things I do have. And then I don't have to sort of put that pressure on myself to be everything for every situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like in this ideation, it's part of that strategic thinking domain. It's really about like taking thoughts, ideas and like creating those connections and even just simply creating them and helping you to stay in that lane, stay in that place of where is your zone of genius, your strengths. It allows you to really invest in that, go in that direction and let others do what they do best. Yeah. And I think even, I always love that first step that happens with just simply recognizing your strengths and putting that, naming it simply right there of having it on the paper, it does, wonders because so many folks will think it's average it's something that i do but as you are taking it you're putting it out there you put it in your email signature you have a meeting where you talk about what it is that you do best you're continuing to give credence and power to it and helping to i think i mean really i use this analogy a lot is that your strengths are like following the flow of the river you're going this path where there is minimal resistance and you get power as you just do a little paddle you scoot even faster another paddle and you're just going and cruising along and that's what it's like when we use our strengths yeah yeah i remember when i was like 
I need to put these strengths in my email signature. And I didn't think too much on it, but I had that impulse to do so because something in me was like, no, if you really claim these things, you can use them more. And I don't necessarily look at my email signature, but I know they're there. Every so often I notice them if I'm like scrolling to a reply or reading down a thread and I'm like, let's just be ideative and a relator and all things. And that's what we're showing up as. And it does, it like helps you, you know, go through an obstacle with much more ease and fluidity. And I love that metaphor of, you know, you're harnessing the power of the river so that you do have, you have more to give and you have more strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even, I mean, when it comes to continuing to name that, like you talked about as you're working with people like, and wanting to know, do you need strategy? Do you need ideas? Again, your value propping what it is you do best, most naturally, or even simply understanding what people's needs are so that you can connect them with the right person. You're like, yeah, I, I like technically can help you with arranging and putting things in order, but you know who's going to be better at that? This person. <laughs> and being able to like identify your strengths and identify the strengths of others is a way that we continue to see that growth. We continue to see that development. Yeah. Well, and then you just thrive like at the team level. It really helps you sort of get everyone on a trajectory that's in line with who they are and what what they can bring uniquely to the table. And hopefully their strengths do match up with things that they enjoy doing um, so that because it's sometimes it's hard for me to even like put myself in the shoes of someone who has some of my bottom strengths. I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm asking you to do this. And I'm like, well, actually, maybe you genuinely enjoy it. And they're like, no, I genuinely enjoy whatever it is, arranging, or I know you're futuristic. And I'm always like, the future, I am generation X. There is no future. (laughs) So those are the things where I just can't put myself always in those shoes. But the people around me who do, I just marvel at them where I'm like, wow, you're just like thinking what could be happening in 20 years. Or you're just like seeing all these pieces and making sense of them. Like, thank you. And even like when it comes to managing people, a team, when you know other strengths, like I think that you present something that's important is that as you're looking to tap into these, you're still getting consent in the process. You're still asking and making sure like, is this okay? Is this, and especially if you know somebody's strengths, you make sure you're saying like, is this an appropriate use of like your time, your energy? Because one of those pitfalls we can fall into is just assuming that because Megan has ideation in her top five, we are going to give every single ideation meeting task. Megan's in every single one of those. And there's such a thing as overusing your strengths so that it's something that becomes tiring and it's just too much. So getting that consent, having that conversation is a way that you're really getting buy-in from people to make sure this is the right next step. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, last question I always love to ask people is tell me about something that you're looking forward to, what's coming up in your life, whether that is work, personal, poetry. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Gosh, it's interesting. I just kind of was like, I'm not futuristic. I'm living in the moment. That's how I do it. So it's, but it is interesting to think about that because I am like, 
having some shifts at work in terms of, you know, taking on some a slightly different role and working a little bit differently with different folks. And so even our, you know, just having this conversation of like, what can I bring to the table? And I was just in my performance review right before we recorded this. So I, I'm in reflective mode, which is very good. So I think what I'm looking forward to personally is I've been working on quite a bit on tapping into my openness, especially when things are fast and life is demanding. It can be very easy to be like, what can we lock down into place and then just like automate so we have energy for other things. And so I've been working personally quite a bit on like, what does openness feel like? What is being in the moment like? And I've seen progress there and it feels good. <laughs> it feels very nice to be flow of things. And so, you know, and then as, as, you know, the, having this conversation being asked to look back at what are my top five again? I'm like, oh yeah, like my second is intellection and that strength can very easily be overused for me at like my thinking mind is not always my best friend. A lot of times it's my, my enemy or my frenemy. So, you know, I've been tempering that strength quite a bit and ideation and adaptability, which are kind of the sandwich around that are, have been a lot of the ways that I'm doing that is like, be mutable, be open. You already have that like fierce point of view and idea about what you think is the right thing. And that's fine. But also there's more ideas. There's more ways of being out there. So I'm just looking forward to like continuing to evolve into a more present and more open human being. To be honest. <laughs> uh, I love that journey. I love that process. And even being a strengths person, I see how all of this is sandwiching, melding together. And it feels like such a beautiful journey to be on. It's not always the easy journey, but most things in life that are worth doing aren't easy. They take a little bit of effort. And even if you're using strengths, there still is a bit of effort that's included unfortunately, but yeah, I, that sounds really exciting for you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here, for having this conversation, for sharing with us about ideation. And I hope that somebody near here feels inspired about ideation and really appreciate you taking this time, Megan. Yeah. And if your listeners want to have a brainstorm about any topic, <laughs> just get in touch with me because I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, great. Thanks, Kyle.